Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, my name is Jessica, and I'm an addict. My clean date is February 10th, 2021. I attend meetings in the Sun Coast area of Florida. And my home group is Fresh Start. October 20th, anonymity as our spiritual foundation. Our spiritual foundation is not a question of whether we know each other's last names. It's that we accept each other regardless of who we are and what we have done. Guiding principles, tradition 12, opening reflection. What's in a name? Well, anonymous is half of ours. In not using our last names, we end up sharing the same one addict. But practicing anonymity doesn't end with the last initial. A principle can't be that simple, not when it's a word that's so hard to pronounce. Go ahead, try it. Anonymity. See? The struggle is real for so many of us. Because anonymity is, according to our 12th tradition, the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, understanding what it means and how to practice it is essential to our ability to work with, relate to, and love each other unconditionally. Our spiritual foundation is the very rock we're all standing on, a member wrote, but any rock can be pounded into sand by relentless forces. A slight here, a direct insult, or a backhanded compliment there, and on and on. Anonymity ensures equity among us, and we can't have unity without it. None of us is too bad or too good for NA. For NA. We don't merely tolerate each other's differences and ignore our difficult pasts. Instead, we honor and embrace the people we are today. We do our damnedest to rise above personality differences and having a bad day reactions. We give each other the benefit of the doubt, roll up our sleeves in unity, and get to work. Acceptance doesn't mean we endorse each other's every action. There's space for all of us at the NA table but we must hold ourselves and each other accountable. Anonymity requires that we all have equal access to the message. So when a member's behavior presents us from happening or otherwise interrupts the atmosphere of recovery, we need to be clear. You are welcome. Your behavior is not. We can't expect ourselves to practice the unconditional love aspect of anonymity perfectly, but we can't let that stop us from ensuring that every addict who comes to our group has access to a message of recovery, no matter who they are or what they have done or perhaps will do. Today, I aim to give my fellow addicts the benefit of the doubt. Practicing anonymity means I have faith that we can all grow, personalities and past aside. It also means I'll get better at pronouncing it over time. Thank you for letting me read. Welcome back, everyone. This is October 20th, and we're here with Renee. What's happening, Renee? Not much. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Renee, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout-out? 
I sure can. My name is Renee. I'm an addict. My clean date is September 24th, 2016. Um, I am from the greater Sacramento area and my group is the best group ever. Uh, group number 69, the journey within group. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. And, and Renee and folks listening, we're, we're recording this on your six birthday cakes. Yes. Your anniversary. Yes. Really? Happy anniversary. Yes. That's awesome. Why, thank Six you so cakes, much. Man. Six cakes. Six <laughs> cakes. All right, Renee. So look, let's pivot to the reading. Can you share your thoughts on anonymity as our spiritual foundation? Um, as I read this um, initially, I was like, oh, wow, what am I going to be able to say on this? Right. And as I looked over it again, I realized this is actually the foundation that has given me life. Um, this mm -hmm. reading right here about anonymity. Um, it talks about equity which I feel like is a very, very important part of it. Um, for one thing, I feel like a lot of the relationships that I have connected with in my life today that have given me the love and connection that I never thought I would ever have in my life, and I have them today because of equity and anonymity and being able to absolutely open myself up to these relationships that if I were to look at them and compartmentalize them as like something, um, something like a book's cover, right? I would have never chose them, but they are the relationships that have given me the most love and the most joy in my life. Um, I feel like, um, yeah, like we don't know, we don't know what's in the gift, you know, it could be wrapped. And, and that's a cool analogy to, to, to think about is like, um, one thing that, that we talked about during the Living Clean study one night and I wrote it down, it just really hit my spirit was like some of the best gifts are like really fucked up wrap. The, the, the wrapping are really fucked up, you know, but they, yeah. they're like the best gifts inside and stuff. And, and you know, mm -hmm. for our listeners, Renee, could you could you just hit us with like anonymity is not because this is a common misconception. I think a lot, you know, at the end of a meeting, someone will like quip out. Oh, don't don't tell anyone I'm here. Anonymity. You know, you don't know my last name, anonymity. <laughs> bro. It's so much. It, it, it's not that. You know, it's so no. much, so much more. Can you give us some context with that? Yeah, absolutely. It's basically the spiritual principle of unconditional love and acceptance. And um, I feel like this is actually one of the most important parts of our of our program, the Narcotics Anonymous program, is the ability to, regardless of where you're coming from, from your active addiction into recovery with us. We're going to take you and we're going to welcome you in and give you that opportunity to heal. And, and the beautiful part about that is that, you know, like, mm -hmm. um, whereas out anywhere else in the world, people might be just judged by what they've done in their past and they might not be accepted and given that opportunity to heal. But because we open and welcome to anyone and give them all an equal opportunity to heal, it allows people who might have been cut off from having that opportunity anywhere else, sure. you know, in, in existence. And they're welcomed by us. And because they're welcomed by us, they become safer people. They become more loving people and they become like basically a gift to others. And uh, I have experienced this firsthand uh, as far as um, somebody in my past, that was the big bad monster that I worked a four step over. Right. Um, okay. Years down the road, a couple of years ago, I found out that he's actually now a, a drug and alcohol counselor. And the only reason why he was able to become that is because people welcomed him. And so that is a gift that keeps on giving. And it also gives to me that comfort of knowing that this person has changed their life and they're doing what I'm doing. You know, it's amazing to me. Well, you, you, you know, what really sets my spirit on fire and it's like, gives me chills too, is looking at you smiling 
and like having this peace about yourself when you're talking about a painful experience, you know, in your past and how much healing has occurred. Like you can't look at you and, and not know that there's healing that's taken place and that has to, you know, taken place and stuff like that is so powerful. And, and you're, you're, you're the, the foundation of anonymity allows is like the fertilizer for healing for, for yeah. us. It's just, it's so, it's so powerful to think about is like, I check all that stuff. At, well, actually, you know what? I don't know if that analogy actually works because I bring my back. I bring all my stuff with me. I don't check it. I bring it and then I can start to heal with it. You know, that's cool. Yes, so yes it is. This is the only like this is this place, Narcotics Anonymous, the fellowship. We get to do all of that. It is It is the one place we are free to be ourselves and become our better selves, our best selves. You know, whatever that looks like for each individual. And that's the point. Oh, so, so check this out. So, so, so if our list, if we have some listeners who are saying, look, Renee, I have that big bad monster, right? And if he or she would, would, would ever get clean, fuck them. You know, that, that whole piece, like, how did you get to, to where you're at now with like this, this piece and this, like, I'm grateful that he's clean and doing this, you know, and this and that, how do you go, how do you go from, from, identifying with him as, as you, to use your words, like the big bad monster piece to, Hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that he's not dead. I'm grateful he's clean and, and doing his thing. What happens there? What, ha what, what's that journey? That journey is, um, basically absolutely embracing the spiritual principles behind the steps. And for me, a big one was forgiveness. And this is, you know, forgiveness of the human being and also realizing that we all come out of the womb. None of us come out of the womb wanting to cause, cause harm, right? And something happens along the way that changes us and probably harm to us that creates this, this you know, maladaptive way of asking for love. And sometimes uh, we don't know how to do that. And it comes out in the form of harm, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, I just really had to realize that everyone is a human being. And I forgive all human beings all day long, every day, because that is the way I have peace, including myself. You know, well, I love that. And you so, know, in my 11th, in my 11th step every morning, you know, I do this two way prayer piece and, you know, I journal what I feel the HP is impressing upon my spirit. Most mornings, most mornings I have one bullet point that I, I'm always writing down is forgive others, forgive others, forgive others. It's just this mantra that's almost like, um, because it's just too, I made this decision a while ago. It's just too damn much weight to walk around with. I'm angry at this person and fuck that person. <laughs> and I ain't messing with it. You know what I'm saying, Renee? It's just, it's too I much. I absolutely do. It's just too much. It's too much. Here, here. So here, here's a, here's a thing I want to lean into this. You're welcome, but your behavior is not. So when we look at anonymity at this piece mm. like this, I think this is really important because um, in, in whatever that behavior is, the, the probably um, the easiest one is to see is like sexual predatory behavior, you know, that one, you know, so are we taking advantage of maybe financially or emotionally vulnerable, you know, people, male, female, you know, either way. And then another glaring one would be, um, you know, financial, exploiting people financially. And then, and then maybe some other ones, um, intimidation, you know, I, I've seen that a lot of, a lot of means getting clean. The Southwestern PA was, um, you know, the, the intimidation factor and, and stuff like that. So the question is, if we, what, what does it look like for, for us to actually put this into practice? You're welcome, but your behavior is not. 
is that a conversation we have to have like as a business meeting to talk to somebody? Do we do it one-on-one? Do we do we walk us through what does, what does that look like, Renee? That, that whole, Hey, we want you here, but we don't, that behavior got to stop. Right. Um, well, and this is just my uh, personal belief is that uh, we don't ever want to call somebody out and put them out on front street and make them feel unwelcomed or um, not unsafe to heal. Right. So uh, in that situation, personally, I would, I would do an, a one-on-one approach um, to, to not only support that person and let them know that their spirit is supported here to grow and become the best version of themselves, but also to acknowledge that, that that behavior, that um, harmful behavior has no room here. It doesn't have space here. This is a healing, welcoming, warming environment. It was cold out on the streets. We don't need to bring that in here, you know? Mm. Um, and uh, in my opinion, if we're not going to give that person a safe place to become a safe person, then who is? It yeah. starts with us. Yeah, where do they go, right? Yeah, where do they right. go? And, 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 you know, examining my six and seven step really allows me to, to embrace other people's, you know, maybe poor behaviors, even as simple as like, you know, being, being an asshole during the meeting, like that, <laughs> that, that just irks me so bad, you know, and, and I guess in me comparison, <laughs> it's probably not like a big, you know, big thing of like all the heavy stuff that we were talking about just now, but like, if somebody has poor behavior in the meeting, whether, oh, so when, during the traditions, when people go boing, boing, boing whenever they say springs from, I don't know if that's made, you know, I don't know if that happens out there, but like around here, there's a couple, you know, read it, a couple people who do okay, that. Okay, now you're going to start that. Yeah, yeah, now that's it. <laughs> right, hear that and start doing it. But that shit just boils me up inside. It, it sometimes, look, check this out. Sometimes I'll be able to sit there, they'll do it. I'll get, you know, my, I can feel like the blood, you know, just like starting to boil. And then I can take a step back and look and say, all right, Douglas, just chill the fuck out. And, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it's okay, but just relax with it. Have you had those moments to where you had to catch yourself and say, all right, you know what? Let's maybe die. I'm at like a nine. I need to be at like a five for this. <laughs> okay. So actually I've got a great example of this. So me and one of my sponsees, uh, we have this um, unsanctioned uh, service commitment at any of the meetings that we go to, right? We're the clichés, right? And so, you know, all those things. That Are you one like of the people in. that go boing-oing during the reading? No. Is that what? It used to annoy the hell out of me, just like what you said, right? Mm-hmm. I had the same experience. And then I realized, okay, principles before personalities, right? Um, and they say that. That's one of the ones that they say over here on the West Coast. And so I used to get super annoyed. And then I just realized, so we whisper it. We don't say it out loud, but we whisper it because at one point in time, I had this realization that all of those cliches that I heard over and over again, and people like uh, like pronounce uh, strongly when it's being read out loud, and you know they interject their own little uh, part of it, right? All of those things, I have come to, to realize that and recognize that um, each one of them they are so focused on for a reason. And it wasn't until, so I would hear something a million times over, be bothered every mm-hmm. single time, right? And then that one time I heard it and I was like, oh, and it's that one moment when you're like, that's why they do this. This is why they're always focused mm-hmm. on this because of this meaning behind it. And then I realized that there was like a gift and all of that. And if they want to do it in their own way, well then bless them. You know what I mean? Principles before personalities, let them focus on it, whatever it is. And I need to let that go and just realize the gift about it. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word, others, 
as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm-hmm.